episode number 187. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Hello, hello. I'm jumping on to talk about the fact that you should stop waiting for the right time and instead create it because I was speaking to a client a few days ago and something came up that I thought was really useful to share with you if you are somebody who is at the stage where you've been contemplating making a career change, you've been thinking about it for some time, but you haven't taken any action because you're unsure what the next move needs to be or you're not quite sure how you can make the transition and that's really got you feeling stuck, stuck where you are and not sure what the next step needs to be. So when I was talking to my client this week, she was sharing with me that some things have happened in her current role at her current company that is leading her to feel like the move that she's been thinking about has now become urgent. So we started working together a few months ago. And um, at that point, she was saying, you know, I I really want to make a move. I've been wanting to make a move for some time. And I think I now need to pay attention to that feeling. And I now need to figure out what my next step is. Different things have transpired over the last few months. And she's got to the stage now where she's like, no, I really have to go. There are some things that have happened and it's time. But what she mentioned and what I really want to emphasize today is she said she's so happy that she started this journey a few months ago because now she feels like she has the foundation to figure out what the the next move needs to be. And she doesn't want to just jump from this role into any role. She wants to move into the right role. And because she started the process of figuring that out already, she feels like she's in a much better position to make decisions going forward than if she hadn't started that process and experienced what she's experiencing right now. And so the reason why I want to talk about that is because I hear from people a lot of the time who know they're not happy in their current role, who know that they could be experiencing more, who know that they feel undervalued or overlooked in their role, that they are just going to wait. They are going to wait for COVID to be over or they're going to wait until they feel more confident or they're going to wait until they have a little bit more experience before they tackle the question, what am I going to do next in my career? And I think that approach and that perspective is not serving you fully because when people say I'm just going to wait it's almost like they just park the idea and say I know I want to make a move I know I'm going to make a move but I'll deal with that later but the problem with that is I will deal with that later is have you really thought about what is going to be required in order for you to make the transition that you want to make because right now you're probably at the stage where you feel a bit uncomfortable but if you're not yet at the place where where you're like okay I have to go you're tolerating your current position you're tolerating it knowing that you don't want to be there you're tolerating it but if things aren't bad enough for you to say okay I, I, I absolutely need to go now you're in the position where you can show up you can do what you need to do on a day-to-day basis you feel unsatisfied but you, you know that's how you feel but when you're saying 
I'm just going to wait until later. What is going to be the catalyst for you to actually pay attention to what is required to make the transition? The likelihood is if you've been in the role for a long time and you're not taking any action around feeling dissatisfied, you haven't done anything to make a move, something probably quite big is going to have to happen in order for you to actually step into it, right? So it's either going to be maybe redundancy is on the cards or furlough or restructure or something big is going to happen that's going to cause you to say, oh, now I really need to get my act together. Now I really need to figure out what my next move is. But the problem, if you're waiting until then to figure out what that next move looks like, is that when you're in a state of oh, I really need to figure this out right now. There is a sense of urgency that means that you're not going to have the headspace to really think about what is the best move, but rather you're just going to think, okay, I just need to jump into something new. So what will happen is you'll end up looking for a role that's probably very similar to what you're doing already. You're going to move into something that's um, that, that feels easy for you to trans- transition into, that feels easy for you to transition into because you've just got to find something. So if you're in a place where it's like, okay, I need to do something now because I'm experiencing potential loss of my current role, then the decision that you make is going to be different than the type of decision that you make from a place of I have options. And here's why. Like if you've heard of the Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs, there is that there, there are different needs that we that we that need to be met for us as humans, right? And on a very basic level, there are our our physiological needs. So our need for water, for food, for security, that's at the base level. So when you don't have those things, when you don't have those basic things ticked, it's really hard for you to consider anything else. So when you look at the pyramid, when you look at the hierarchy, right at the top of the hierarchy is self-actualization. And that's where you're looking at becoming the best version of yourself. But you can't even think about contemplate, consider, pay attention to becoming the best version of yourself when your basic needs are not met. And there's various categories before you get up to the top of the pyramid. So you should go and check it out if you if you haven't seen it before. But if you're in a place of, I need to make sure that I am secure, I need to make sure that I have income so that I'm able to buy food and able to maintain my shelter. If you're in that place, it's really hard for you to Think about, well, what would I want to do in an ideal world or what would I really want my career to look like? Because you go into that mode where it's like, okay, I just need to secure the basic. Right. So if you're in a position where you're in a role right now and you know that you're not happy, why wait until there is a circumstance where you have to figure out the next move and you're not going to have the headspace to really think through what what do I actually want to do? So what I'm saying is instead of saying I'm going to wait until later, really ask yourself, what am I waiting for? And does it make more sense for me to pay attention to this now rather than putting it off till later? Another one of my clients that I worked with last year, when we first started working together, she had just been furloughed and she didn't really know what was going to happen in terms of her firm and whether she was going to go back. But she knew that she didn't really want to go back. So she had two options. She could either wait wait it out, see what happened after furlough and see what happened when she went back to her firm and then figure it out later. Or she could take the opportunity and the time that she had available to really map out what her next move would be. So she decided to take the opportunity and she came into my program and she was working through really figuring out what do I want? 
what do I want for my career? Who am I? What's important to me? What am I looking to create in my career in the short and in the long term? And asking herself all of those hard questions and really figuring out what was right for her next. So she started that process. And as we were going through that process, halfway through, she was made redundant. She took voluntary redundancy. And what she said was, I'm so glad that I started this process before, because I feel confident that when I take voluntary redundancy, I will know what I need to be doing next. I'm not starting on the back foot because I'm ready. I'm ready to start applying. I'm ready to put myself out there. And within the space of four weeks of her being made redundant, she'd landed a new role and not just any role, a role that she was excited about, a role that was different from what she was doing before, a role that fully aligned with her values and what was missing for her in the role that she was in, a role that really ticked the boxes. So had she not started the process when she did, it's likely that she would have just jumped into a very similar role once she took voluntary redundancy, right? So that that her story just really illustrates what I've been saying in that you really have to think, why am I putting it off? Do I really want to do it? Because if you're saying you want to make a move, ask yourself why. And if you have a valid reason for wanting to make a move, why not pay attention to that now? And why not start taking the steps because the reality is if you want to move into something new and it's not just about you know jumping from this role into another role like the exact same role within another company if it's about you figuring out what your next step is and what you actually want to do in the long term that takes time that isn't like a quick scroll a job board see a job apply for it land it There's a whole process that has to happen in order for you to have the clarity around what do I actually want to do What do I actually want to do with my career? How can I take control of my career rather than just doing what I think I should do and just following the path that I've always been on? How do I take a step back, take a step off the treadmill and really assess where I want to go with this? That takes time. There's a lot of introspection that needs to happen. There's a lot of reflection. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of, you know, positioning that needs to happen in order for you to attract the right type of opportunity. So inside of my program, I take people through what I call the data method, which helps you to define exactly what it is you want to do. It helps you to align your existing experience so you can see how that experience it fits in with what you want to do and then create a transition plan. So how am I actually going to make this transition? And then lastly, how do I attract the opportunities that I've identified that I want? Like, There's a lot of things that go into that. So if you're just saying, you know, I'm just going to figure this out later. The question is, are you really going to figure it out later? And do you know what is required to be, like, for you to figure it out? And when are you going to do it? When are you actually going to do it? So I want to um, just encourage you that if you have been putting things off and if you have been saying, yeah, I will figure this out later, but you find yourself going back to that place of, I feel frustrated. I know I don't want to do this. I know I want to do something else. And you're asking yourself on a daily basis, like there has to be more to life than this when it comes to the work that I do. If that, if that is repeating, if that is something that you're going back to time and time again, then it's probably time for you to pay full attention to what your next step needs to be. And when I'm talking about making a move, it doesn't always have to be a huge leap. Like it could just be you change practice areas or you change from one firm to another, or it could be that you make a bigger move, but you need to figure out what that is. Like, what is the problem? Why is it that you're not happy where you are right now? And then once you identify that, what are you going to do about it? Because time is moving, right? And we know from all that we've been through over the last year in terms of the pandemic that 
there's so much that is uncertain. And so when we're just waiting for certain events to happen or waiting to see what is going to happen, anything could happen, but you do have control over some things. So take control of the things that you have control over. And if you know that you're not happy in your career, then let's do something about it. Let's do something about it. Nothing lights me up more than seeing a client who's feeling confused and like really upset and really not enjoying their day to day go from that place to I am so excited about the role that I just landed or like a client the other day was like I've been in this role for a year I'm so so glad that I made this transition I've been promoted and it is all good like hearing that like makes me so happy but the flip side of that is it's really I know for me I'm like come on we can move forward when people are like I know I want to make a change but like let's just I'll just see how it goes and then I check in with them a year later and it's like same old same old I haven't done anything I haven't made a move so if you have been procrastinating like here's your call from me to like take some action if you enjoyed today's conversation be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode. Come over and join us in our Career Changemakers community over on LinkedIn so that you can join the conversation there.